Welcome to the Dentistries for Kids podcast. We're Angelina and Cameron, and we love candy. Do you all love candy? We've learned how to enjoy all the candy we want without getting cavities or getting in trouble with our dentist. Want to learn our magic? Join us to discover how to enjoy sweets and have nice, bright, clean, shiny white teeth. Let's go. Buckle up because we've got a guest who's got the magic touch when it comes to sparkly chompers. It's Dr. Eric Lack. This SoCal dude grew up watching waves in Long Beach before he hit the books at UCLA, diving headfirst into the wild world of biology. But biology's loss was dentistry's gain, and Dr. Lack found himself at Boston University's Goldman School of Dental Medicine, snagging his dental degree in 2003. Post-grad, he honed his tooth-taming skills at Spectrum Dental in Fall River, Massachusetts before hitting the jackpot and landing in Sin City with his lovely wife, Catherine, and their two beautiful children. Fast forward 17 years and Dr. Lack traded in the boss life of running his own practice to clock in some serious family time. But don't worry, he's still fighting cavities and floss dance at Smile City Dental alongside his brother-in-arms, Dr. Aaron Lack. Welcome today. Thanks. Glad to be here. Yep. So, the first question today is what inspired you to pursue a career in dentistry? I actually just fell into dentistry. I I wanted to be a doctor. I didn't know what, you know, growing up in Long Beach, we really didn't know what was going on. We just did school. Then I got into UCLA. We did uh, research at the dental school. Then it all just worked out perfectly. Ooh, perfect. And can you share a memorable experience from your time at dental school? Wow. <laughs> There's so many. I'm talking about in school, right? Not out of school. <laughs> Whatever memory you would like to share. I remember clinic being um, really, really challenging in Boston because one, it's really, really cold and they have clinic all day. So I remember days where I'm there at eight o'clock finish your, finish all your clinic, get out. And it can be like midnight and we're still in simulators just trying to catch up or wax up on, on a model for a denture. You know what I mean? It, it wasn't, school wasn't easy. So I always remember like coming back fatigued all the time. And what is it like working with your brother, Dr. Aaron Lack at Smile City Dental? I think it's pretty awesome. You know what I mean? Um, we started school together. In the same class, now I'm working with them. I've been working by myself for a better part of 16, 17 years. Now being in a group practice again, you actually have somebody to talk to. It's not just do your work, go back to your room and just check on charts. Now we can talk about our kids. We can talk about dentistry. If there's a case um, that we see, we have different perspectives. We, we would do different things. So I think it's, it's a really good thing. You know what I mean? I'm still growing as a dentist because there's things that he's done I haven't done or things that he see I haven't saw. So I thought that's really cool. Super cool. So what are some common dental problems that you see in kids? In kids? It's really just effort. I mean, every kid that I see, if they're doing a great job, they already know they're doing good. But the problem kids, it's all effort. They don't think they need to. They're young. They're invincible. 30 seconds is brushing to them and they may or may not get all the spots. So I think it's just effort. 
Do you think parents can help their children develop any good dental habits? Parents are pretty lazy nowadays. You know what I mean? Just to be honest. So when I see when I see a teenager, I don't I don't really get on little kids, but I get on, on teenagers a lot. If you're 13, 12, you mean you should know how to brush your teeth. You should know what's going on and how important it is. So I really get on them and how to do it. I teach them how to brush and I tell the parents, it's just your job. So I make them um, text their, their parents. They're two minutes, two and a half minutes of brushing. You know what I mean? I did that for my kids when they, they were slacking off. And you know what? They do it fine now, <laughs> no issues. So, you know what I mean? It's just good habit. What do you believe the best age to start taking a child to the dentist is? I think it depends on each kid. I don't, I think if your kid is calm and they're not in that stranger danger phase, then it's great. You know what I mean? I, I've seen, I've seen two-year-olds that are great that I've cleaned their teeth, I checked on them. And I've seen seven-year-olds that won't even open their mouths and crying before they even get into the chair. So it, it's more, it's more mentality than it is an age. That's why I think. What are some important things people should know about taking care of their teeth? Important things? I think we only have, you know what I mean? Once you get your adult teeth, you only have one set. And it doesn't take very much to screw it up. So, for example, let's say braces, right? You want a beautiful smile. Your parents are spending tons of money getting braces. And you're thinking, oh, everything's going to be straight. Everything's going to be perfect. I don't really need a brush. Everything's going to look beautiful when it's done. You know what? I get a lot of kids that come back for braces and I don't see them for a year or two. You know what happens? There's like a, where the bracket that they glue on, they'll get a permanent bracket stain all around every tooth. I've seen that multiple times. And they're looking at it like, uh, what happened? Like you didn't brush your teeth, it permanently stains. Or it gets decalcified in those areas. Mm. Beautiful straight teeth, right? But ugly stainings or cavities everywhere. And how do diet and nutrition affect a child's dental health? Diet is very important, more than you think. You know I mean, ADA says that a, a cavity is based on bacteria and sugar-driven diet. So if your diet is not clean and you're just drinking soda all day, eating candy all day, then you're going to give a lot of food for bacteria. All of a sudden, bacteria has a great environment to demineralize your teeth, then you're going to get cavities everywhere. When you have a good diet, it takes discipline for a good diet, believe it or not. You know I mean? I'm middle-aged now. My body is not great anymore. I'm trying to diet myself, and it's hard. So diet is, is discipline. So brushing your teeth, taking care of yourself is discipline. The earlier you learn how to do it, the better it is for you. Easier it is for you as an adult. I never did it as a child, so I'm trying to catch up now. It's hard. Oh, do you have any recommendations for like tooth safe snacks or diets? Tooth safe snacks? I'm a big fan of chocolate because every kid needs candy, right? Mm -hmm. I love chocolate because if you get dark chocolate, you know, 70% or more, that's great. But not every kid likes that. You know, I understand slightly bitter, slightly sweet. But chocolate, I, I like a lot because you get your, your sugar fix, you get some important nutrients and uh, antioxidants, all these great things in chocolate, right? But in 10, 15 seconds, it's gone out of your mouth. Really easy. So one good snack, I think. What's your favorite kind of chocolate? 
I love chocolate, period. I, th- I think chocolate is good. <laughs> okay. I think that over anything. And what are some signs that someone might need braces? Well, it, it varies from patient to patient. You know what I mean? Anybody could get braces. You mean, because braces is the equalizer for uh, for your smile. Not everybody's born with great teeth, teeth that are perfectly straight, or, you know what I mean? Everybody has some defects. So everybody is can have braces. But what we worry about is a functional bite for braces. If your teeth don't come together or your teeth uh, hits first, you know what I mean? Bite issues are the, the big thing for me. I mean, my one of the patients I had, one side of his teeth don't even touch at all. And you look at him, he's he looks malnourished. He's not eating properly. You know, so I made it aware really early and they're getting treatment. The sooner you get it, get that taken care of, the better it is for you. Um, how do you believe dental health impacts overall health for kids and teens? Well, dental health is so important because your mouth is a gateway to your body, believe it or not. There's only so many ways that things enter your body. You're not going to have a cut anywhere, but you put your fingers in your mouth or you're eating bad things. So like gingivitis, a large population has gingivitis or have gum disease, periodontitis. The thing is, if you don't take care of your mouth, there's bacteria that's living in your mouth all the time. And if you get those gums to swell, then it's easier to bleed. And those bacteria enter your, your bloodstream. And those bacteria could stick into the, the walls of your arteries and your blood vessels and cause major damage. You know what I mean? Increased rate of heart attacks, increased rate of stroke, all these bad things. You know, I can go on and on about how, how important is your mouth is. What's your opinion on fluoride and dental health? You know, it's a love-hate relationship with fluoride. I love fluoride. I believe in fluoride. And I hate the conversations that I have to have with patients that don't believe in fluoride. It's all the patients that, well, not all. A lot of the patients that come in that are um, against it, their whole family has tons of cavities. Is it a coincidence? Uh, probably not. When I see it time and time again. Fluoride makes your teeth hard. It's important. You know what I mean? Not everybody is blessed with really hard enamel. You know I mean? So it does help us. What's your favorite toothpaste or toothpaste flavor? Uh, I like the mint. The mintier, the better. And the bubblier, the better. Oh. But uh, my favorite toothpaste right now is uh, Crest uh, Gum Detox. They, they, put, they put in a different fluoride from what we're used to. And they double the concentration now. Now the toothpaste will help your gums kill bacteria all at the same time. It's awesome. What's your opinion on like charcoal toothpaste or whitening strips? Because a lot of teenagers these days are trying to get into that. Well, whitening is a good thing if you want it. If you if you use it responsibly, uh, responsibly, it's fine. You know what I mean, everybody wants to look a little bit better, and I've, I mean, I like the fact that you pride yourself in your looks too. So that's that's not a problem. The thing is, when you go too far with it, you know what I mean? So they're bleach addicts and everything else. So you have to use uh, those products in moderation. The other thing is charcoal. Charcoal is a new, a new hot topic for dentistry. The ADA doesn't really say much because there's no real data on it. Charcoal, what it does is it neutralizes a lot of things. It binds a lot of things. 
But the problem is it binds and gets rid of a lot of things indiscriminately. So the good bacteria is going to bind and get rid of. They even said medication. It'll bind with your medication, make it less effective. So to me, there are better ways to whiten your teeth rather than charcoal. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's why I think. And for the last question today, what are the most rewarding aspects of working with kids and parents in your dental practice? Working with kids is awesome. I love it. Especially when you do something unexpected. You know what I mean? So I have a lot of patients come in for the first time. They're, they're a little scared. They're a little nervous. And all of a sudden you got a cavity and it's like, oh, that's doomsday for them. You know what I mean? If they come in regularly, we check every six months when they come in. And when we get them early, get a cavity very, very early, a lot of times I go in there, clean up the cavity, no injections, no anesthetic, two, three minutes, and we're done. And they're happy. And it's crazy when you see that look in their eyes and they're happy and they come hug you. I think that's the best feeling in the world. Mm. And so do you think there's anything else parents or children should know? I think in life, everything starts with a plan and trying to go with the best plan possible. Let's say you want to be a doctor. That's how that's I think this is how it happened for me. I want to be a I want to be a plastic surgeon. And then being a dentist, you know how hard it is to be a plastic surgeon? I'm so happy I'm a dentist now. <laughs> Thinking about all the school that I didn't have to go through and all the all the money that I didn't have to pay for. But if I set my sights a little bit lower than that, I may not get what I want then I'd probably fall down even further and I'd be a dentist. So try to aspire as as high as you can. Try to reach for the highest goal. That's why I think. That was so inspirational. Thank you so much for joining me today. Great. Thank you. Bye-bye. Anytime. Thank you for listening to the Dentistry for Kids podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share with a family member or friend. Make sure to like and subscribe to our channel too. Help us complete our mission to see bright smiles from all around the world. Thank you.